I think that's good. I don't think people should be staying in locker rooms, but still, I think it's good. You have to stand proudly for the national anthem. Well, you shouldn't be playing. You shouldn't be there. Maybe you shouldn't be in the country. You have to stand proudly for the national anthem. That's right, you piece of shit motherfuckers. You will stand for the national anthem. Or the wrath of Almighty God will befall you. I said God. Uh. Tell him, James. You all know it, but I just hit the post. <laughs> I'm just getting a glimpse of this video over your shoulder here. It's fucking awesome. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It's intercut the Rocky segment with pictures of America <laughs> and fast moving screens. <laughs> How much cocaine was James Brown on whenever he was in the studio recording this? Well, it'd be better to tell you how much, what cocaine he wasn't doing. He didn't do some cocaine. He did the rest of it. Break it down by region. He did all the Guatemalan cocaine. (laughs) Shwemo. Tis I, the prince of podcasting, the bipolar rock and roller, the patriarchal patriot. (laughs) I like it. Uh, the Sultan of Slots, Godfather, whatever, episode 160 of the Don Blankenship Experience slash Pillow Fort Radio, the world's greatest podcast. And of course, as always, I'm joined by my heterosexual life mate, the vanilla gorilla, the white Samoan, the first black man to ice skate backwards on the Kanawal River. Uncle Jingo. Uncle Jingo. Jingo Unchained. Write that down. It's a good one. <laughs> of course, I'm speaking of old Chucky. Take it to take the tater sacks over there. And we are here Sunday afternoon, Memorial Day weekend, getting it in, putting out that sweet tent. Short for content. Hey, oh, there you go. <laughs> like, is there a tent in the backyard? <laughs> there is. Oh shit! <laughs> and it's filled with. Um, I made LPs of all of our episodes. <laughs> long plays. He made yeah. long plays. Yeah, some of them. There's some of them. They're so long. They're double albums. One of them, I believe, is a triple album. That would be so, the uh, night Andy Frampton came yeah, to town. Yes, that would be that one. <laughs> anyway, we're here. We're queer. Get used to it. We're gonna suck each other's dicks after we're done here and come all in each other's throats. It's gonna be fantastic, America. <laughs> <laughs> New York City! New York City! City. He like calls out some random Big Ugly West Virginia! (laughs) Poughkeepsie! (laughs) Kalamazoo! (laughs) Anyway, uh, the NFL this week made a rule that uh, you, uh, Jesus. Dog, you uh, the players must stand for the national anthem, or they can stay in the locker room. Yes, folks, we've come to this state compelled patriotism. Germany, nineteen thirty. Well, that's not state compelled. The state doesn't own the NFL. The NFL is a private organization that is free to do trying, as they wish. You're trying to tell me the state didn't compel that somewhat? Well, here's the thing: the state started paying the NFL for these um, 
the national anthem and the flyovers and everything mm-hmm. about 10 or 15 years ago. Right. To drum up patriotism after the Gulf War started. Yeah. The new Gulf, Gulf War Part 2. The Gulf Warning. Yeah. The 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 uh, Muslim killing. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, the uh, we need to get more heroin over here inning. Yeah, that's really what it's all about. I mean, Fields of poppies forever. Yes. But they started paying for it, and now uh, I'm sh- I'm sure the state has something to do with it. But well, it's the state. But uh, if it is just come, the NFL is a private organization; they're allowed to do it. But it's not a good look. No, it isn't. It's not a good look. It, it, the current incarnation, like uh, like I was saying, Uncle Jingo. For those of you who are listening and don't and nobody's listening. But for those of you, let's let's go down a let's go down a uh, an explanation path here. Okay, you have patriotism. Explanation path. Okay. <laughs> you have uh you have patriotism, which is all well and good. I mean, I don't have a problem with patriotism. I'm fairly patriotic myself. But then you have that bleeds over to jingoism. And if you want a, a literal explanation of jingoism, go to a kid rock show. That is jingoism. <laughs> Waving a flag, wearing it as a hat, uh, uh, the punching Blanken- your fist in the air. The Don Blankenship know. rally there a few years ago with yes, uh, complete yes. And, and uh, yeah. Sean Hannity. Yeah. Uh, he was a, he's a, and Don Blankenship before gave a rousing speech. Uh, Mr. Mar- Personality. America's great. I love America. It's neat. Um, a man with limp dentage hair, but a fireball. <laughs> he doesn't look like much, but by God, when you get a microphone in his hand, he's like the second coming of George Carlin. He is. <laughs> Just fire. He's he's rattling him off. He's, oh, he's like Greg Proops on whose line is it anyway? Sticking the needles Just in being left sassy. <laughs> Yeah, Greg Proops <laughs> is the gayest man who's not gay. Yeah, it's, he says that a lot all the time. Yeah, he's I like, know. I'm not gay, but I make no case for it. <laughs> he's, he's he's awesome. I love Greg Proops. <laughs> I love him too. He's a big time lefty, like social justice. He warrior, is. He so is. I had to quit listening to his podcast because just because it got annoying. Right. And I was like, oh. whenever you do the funny stuff, it's funny. Even whenever you do the funny political stuff, it's funny. But he he would just preach forever because he does it in front of a live audience. So. Right. But anyway, um. It's not a not a good look, really, for the NFL, and I know why they're doing it. It's because their ratings are going down. Oh yeah, and I don't think it really has anything to do with players kneeling. I think it has more to do with people who are like, man, a lot of NFL players are killing themselves and and dying young because of all the brain injuries. Right, and we've come to, but we've also come to a point where um, if if anybody wants to tell you that there's not a racial element to this, they're, oh, yeah. they're just completely full of shit. I mean, uh, we, we've come to a point where uh, the orangutan in the White House has now fucking, it, it's almost complete. Like, it took, now, it took him a year. Hold on one second. If you'd have said the thing you just said, Merely a year yeah, and a half I ago. Yeah, that would have been bad. <laughs> we would have been banned. But now it's like, uh, can you believe what this fucking guy said? That fu- the fucking monkey up there in the White House. And you say it now, everybody's like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but the difference is, is that Donald Trump really looks like an orangutan. He does. And he's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bill Maher had a segment on a show a long time ago. And Donald Trump tried to sue him tried for it. Tried to sue him for it. Um, and my parents are not orangutans. This, this we proved he, he, he thought it was going to be. I'm going to have a DNA test done. 23 he, he thought it was uh, clever, like doing that with Michael Cohen, of course, standing right there. Michael Cohen, I mean, I, I, I'm getting, 
it's it's come to a point where I just feel like this this wave of a futility trying to explain this to I'm not going to I'm not trying to argue or explain this to Donald Trump supporters anymore if you're still supporting him and you think he's great and everything there's nothing I'm going to say to you that's going to convince you because he has done everything in his power to convince you he's shitty as fuck and you still believe he's great so you're obviously not going to care about anything that he does he could literally I believe this he could literally set up Nazi heraldry in the White House and and have a military parade and all that shit and he should is that what you're saying? Uh, well, maybe. I, you know, <laughs> I'm not ruling it out. I, I, I mean, Germany did get a lot of shit done. <laughs> I mean, the engineering. Them alone. trades running on time, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. That was not meant to be a uh, concentration camp reference. <laughs> it really turned into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I, th- I think it's pretty stupid that they do the national anthem before the before um the game anyway yeah and they, they still keep the hot dog and uh, the concession stands open yeah. nobody's paying attention this is for everybody to take their last piss break before they go back into the stadium yeah, that's what ever, it's for right I, I mean we've we've come to a point where um you know I, it's the whole thing has just become so laughable it became laughable when this this whole I don't even know how to describe it. This whole faux uh, fucking alpha male bullshit. Like, you know, me and you got into an argument about Roger Stone. I mean, I don't, I guess I don't, I'm going to take that back somewhat, the alpha male thing with him because he's not included. But you have all these guys who aren't alpha males. They are all weakling cowards and they're pretending they're alpha males. Like you have somebody like Sebastian Gorka, um, Donald Trump. Seb? <laughs> I'm Sebastian Gorka. I've, I've, I've only heard the I guy's served name. in Hungary. That's how he talks. Only, I mean, I've only heard the guy's name. I've never seen him. He's a fucking cunt. Or watched him. Or. He he said he said, and I quote, the era he said when whenever the election was gonna be, November or whatever. The uh the the era of the pajama boy is over and the alpha males are back. I was like, Alpha males, are you talking about you <laughs> and Trump and Stephen Miller? I mean, have we suddenly Redefine what alpha male means Does it now mean Down is up and up is down Yeah I mean is this bizarro world I mean I, I, You know has hello become goodbye And you know Superman is black You know I don't I'll never have that I won't yeah. go see that movie I promise you that No way I don't know Unless it's uh, um, Idris Elba then I'll go see it. Yeah <laughs> He can play whoever Yeah I know We'd all be on board. Yeah, ah, fuck it. <laughs> it's going to be great. I, the, the way I see it, anybody that professes themselves to be an alpha male, not an alpha male. No. Unless you are a, a UFC fighter, um, uh, Uriah Faber, whose fight team is Team Alpha Male. Those little fuckers are alpha male. Well, that's fair. <laughs> I, but what I'm but saying is, it's like, okay, there's the, branding, though. That's not anything. Well, yeah. It's like the thing with uh, Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell used to wear pink nail polish and people ask him why could you do that he said because i can <laughs> who's gonna say anything to me who's gonna say anything to exactly me? he'll knock your fucking head off you then you've got guys like though like this new alphabet this like i was talking about they they act like they're tough guys i mean you have stephen miller donald trump all these guys and they're all bona fide you know legitimate fucking cowards and and weaklings and they Pussies. I, I mean just really would you go so far as to say faggots 
No, I try to stray away from that one. You don't like saying faggots? Uh, yesterday, whenever I was in the gym, and you came, or not yesterday, Friday, I was in the gym doing my squirts. <laughs> and uh, you came in, you said, what's up, faggot? So you're telling me. Well, you like I mean, in reference to you. <laughs> in reference to us. Literally. I mean, well, we're literally, literally going to have a thing where we suck each other's dicks after this show. All right. That's not gay if you don't make eye contact. <laughs> Literally walks in, first thing he says, don't even know you're coming. And what's up, faggot? <laughs> That's our greeting. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you think I remember that. Whenever you <laughs> no, I knew you remember it. You catalog everything so you I can do. come back to me later with it. certainly do. <laughs> what about uh, March 7th, 2018? Yeah, you seem to have said... Uh that uh, you're not a fan of the blacks uh, playing Major League Baseball. Even the Mexican blacks, you said that. The Mexican blacks. Like the Cubans and the... Uh, Is that a separate group? No, uh, they're the same. They just went down there after slavery. Or they were... Or uh, they were sold there, I guess, to slavery. I don't know. I don't know how that whole thing works. I, I don't mean That's that's actually a, an aspect of history I need to, to study. I don't I've studied slavery and stuff here, but not in other places. Other than the fact that I know that Haiti is the only is the only place on earth where the uh black slaves rose up and threw off their oppressors. Really? Yeah. And and installed their own government. And has it gone well? <laughs> it hasn't been great. No, it hasn't. Trying, God damn it. Well, I mean, I'm not saying it's really. with a place like that where you have such poverty, there's gonna be just Massive internal corruption. And there's so. not really a whole lot to, to do. They don't produce anything. Like sugar. They're producing sugar. sugar. But other places produce and everybody's more sugar. Like, everybody's like, yeah, we're trying to get off sugar. I don't yeah. know what we're supposed <laughs> to do. <laughs> like we just said, found out sugar's poison. It, it, it's literally like they just bought a Blockbuster. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. We just, it's like 2001. Yeah. Like, we got ourselves a Blockbuster. We won't have to worry about anything anymore. These Vigi tapes ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Stan Marsh. <laughs> No, and then Randy no, 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 no. And then Ron Howard's voice. Those videotapes did go somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he should narrate everything. Yeah. Uh, I watched a couple eps of uh, Arrested D there last night. It's, it's just great. They recut the the last season, the season four, mm -hmm. and make it more uh, linear instead of the way they told it. So it's it's a lot different, but it's still the same story. Right. It's a lot more easy to keep easier to keep up with. But anyway. I just love the fact that all those people who have a lot of other stuff to do still did it because they loved it. You know what I mean? They well, now the new season's coming out Tuesday, I think. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty excited about that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying they all had, you know, you have, of course, Jason Bateman, who he's fucking great. I mean. Oh, he's the best. Michael Sarah is. I don't, what, Sarah. You, I don't see him in much. No, I mean, but that's, I don't care. I mean, he's, he's in, okay. It seems to me like what Michael Sarah's doing is just, uh, he's like, works for a record label scouting indie bands. Is that what he does? I have no idea. That would be it awesome. Seems like that's that would be the thing would, that he would do. It seems like it's something. He would always show up in that hoodie with, it's not with the hood off, of course, yeah. zipped up. And he, hey guys, you know, of course, I, I love the fact that he poked fun at that on, on uh, this is the end where he was a massive cokehead and jerk off. He's getting blown by that one girl. Yeah. His ass. Yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck is my phone? He's talking shit and he gets stabbed by that pole and it rings. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, NFL. I don't watch it anyway. 
So I'll, I'll get I'm not a fan. I'm doing a I'm passive a college because I'm, I'm I don't watch it anyhow. So well, I haven't watched. I legitimately haven't watched an NFL game in years. Like I don't sit down and watch watch them. I think I watched the Super Bowl this year. I don't watch the Super. I, no interest. I don't care. I didn't really have any interest either. I was kind of bored. I just don't like foot like anything but really WVU football anymore. To be quite honest, I watch. Well, I watch watch a lot of college. Like I, that's. I'm happy I'm on Midnight's now because I can actually sit down and watch most college games. So, you know, uh, that was my thing. I, I wait for August and September because that's when it's kicking off. And I'm, I get so excited. And then I hardly get to watch any games because I had to work, you know. Yeah. Um, what else is going on there? Uh, apparently, they're uh, losing children left and right on the border there. Yeah. And I was watching a clip before, right before this. Uh, my recreational... My my day begins with recreational rage. Oh, that's uh, when you uh, take umbrage. Yes, you are the umbrage. I am. I am the umbrage. Should we, uh, should we do a segment where we talk about what you're taking umbrage with this week? <laughs> what's gonna be the fucking? What's gonna be the fucking uh, the theme song? I can't wait to hear this. Okay, this week's umbrage taking. <laughs> umbrage taker. <laughs> You have to get out that spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> With what do you take umbrage this week? Umbrage taker. Okay. Uh, I would I would attempt to do an Undertaker voice, but I'm just not going to bother. You could do the the Mark Calloway voice. Well, this week I'm pretty angry. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this, this week's the Undertaker. <laughs> um, Digging holes and taking souls. <laughs> Um, I watched a segment where they're discussing this, and the Republicans, who are the hardcore righties, who are just rank hypocrites, they really are. I mean, if this had happened under the Obama administration, they would be, they would be calling for his head. Guess what? What? It did. Well, it's been happening forever. Not as bad as this. They, these are new policies. Yeah, but they legitimately... I just posted an article today from January... 16th of 2016 Okay Maybe Yeah it's 2016 Where they They don't do Background checks On the people That they leave the kids with And most of them Are usually human traffickers And they don't know Where any of them Is that right Yes Okay well uh, That puts a new This has been going on that For puts a, a That time. puts a new spin on it And, and I, nobody and, and I should have Looked into it I mean But What bothers me most Is that Uh the faux Christians, like you got Rick Santorum, you've got uh, Jack Kingston, who is seems like a re- who really is a candidate for being a uh, an inappropriate, touchy uh, youth pastor. <laughs> um, you've got uh, it's a real handsy youth pastor. Uh, just he he talks like this, and he's got handsy McToucher nuts. Yeah, oh <laughs> Uncle Touchy's <laughs> Pat Oswalt's Uncle Touchy's Magic Puzzle Basement. You won't wear a shirt and you'll cry. Can we go one F without you referencing Padma? No, we can't. I don't think we can. No. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm trying to get him on here. God damn it. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to engage him on Twitter he's, and it's not he's happening. definitely going to come on this show. <laughs> God. I'm Skype probably... it in right now, Pat. No. Hey, guys, what's going on? I'm short. <laughs> <laughs> he's, see, we you can try to cut on him, but he's funny. He's legit funny. Um, no, but the the outrage that's not there 
you know, the, the fact that they defend this guy and the fact that he is just a total. I mean, you've got actual practicing pre, uh, preachers. He's these fucking evangelical preachers who are defending this shit and defending Trump. I mean, I don't believe in that horseshit, but I will tell you this. If I could look into scripture right now and create a narrative where they're saying you have literally sold your soul to the devil with this one, mm-hmm. and this is falling in line with scripture that you claim to believe, but now it's you that are fucked. Not only know? the scripture on the goddamn Statue of Liberty, bring us your tired, your poor, your weak, yearning to be free, something like have that. Have you heard the bullshit, though? I actually got into an argument with a girl who said that that was put in after, and that was meant for us to be uh, shining out to the world. She tried to basically get out of it. I said, no, you're not doing that. You're not pulling that because I know better. You can pull that on the rubes, but you're not going to pull that. You're not. You can't. You can pull that on the on the SJWs and people who don't read shit. But I do read shit, so fuck you. You know, and that's and that's you've what you've been you a have. practicing shit reader for a long time. Absolutely. You had that mall kiosk. You'd have people bring in their dukes and you uh, tell them their future. <laughs> it's uh, divining. <laughs> what it was. Divination. <laughs> shit, divining. Shit, shit divining. Turd divining. And it's divine. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. As uh, as the more libertarian I get, the more I think that people should be able to go wherever they want as long as they're not hurting anybody else. Well, borders are just made up lines on a map. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> whenever you, whenever I, don't, I hate to break it to people, I've I've been across the borders of many states. I've never been to the border of a country, but whenever I cross the uh, the border of West Virginia and Ohio, there are no lines. There's merely a. Ri- well, I guess there is a fucking line. There's a river. There's there. a river. Jesus I mean, Christ! Never mind. Well, you have you have. <laughs> but Virginia, there's not. When I cross into Virginia, it says "Welcome yeah, to Virginia," and I say "Fuck you." No, everyone. Nobody ever wants to go to Virginia <laughs> except Virginia Beach. When I cross into Kentucky, they hand me some meth, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm in Kentucky now." Apparently. You know, they tell that joke about us. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Ours is better because they have more meth there. I think we have heroin. God damn it. Yeah, we got <laughs> we got the pills. Um. Uh, but that's, I mean, it just it offends me to such a to such a degree because you have people who follow that book, that ridiculous book, and then they follow it when it's convenient, convenient and expedient. They they don't they don't give a shit. They honestly don't give a shit what it says. It's just being part of a, a community. I've always said this. I said if if tomorrow that the biggest world's biggest religion and what what it took to fit in was sacrificing a goat to a copper bowl, you would do it. You don't. You you honestly don't understand your own religion. You really don't give a shit about it. I mean, it used to be that. I know. That's what I'm saying. And that's and people. That's what people do. People. Everything is high school. Everything is high school, except the cliques are much larger. Which clique are you in? Well, I'm in the amosexual clique. I, I like to go out and wave my American flag and tote my gun. That's what I do. Well, I'm I'm in the I'm the lefty clique. I like to wear my I like to go to a barista and fucking wear my ski cap and my skinny jeans and talk about how stupid people on the right are. Well, I'm just as stupid as they are. Only I've learned a couple factoids and read some memes and they love to spew them every night. Yeah, and, they, and they'll throw them out and they do the same shit People the writing People are actually do. getting their news from memes now. You know that, right? Yeah, of course I yeah, was, I mean there was like some study of uh people just sharing articles without reading them. Yes. And that's most people. It's like Tommy Laren. It's the Tommy Laren effect. Let's let's, let's call it that. That she well, get, everybody's a smoking hot chick? No. That that's hungry for the D. Well, Yes, but uh, in another truer sense, Just frothing from the south mouth for the D, <laughs> the south mouth. 
That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> You've been waiting to work that one yeah, in. I've said it a few times. <laughs> um, now the fact that she has she legit and is proud of it has said I don't I don't read books. She gets all of her. She's a, she's an internet educated person who's been taught what to say. She has no legit education because she hasn't taken the time. She's too busy going on shows and doing her little head shake where she where all see she is the equivalent of the little girl that you see at like a at a rally or whatever and she's singing and she's cussing and she's doing all the things and they're all looking at her oh and she's so cute and it, or you know and you know they're not going to have any talent later but this is what they are right now that's Tommy Laird. Well, that's, she, I, I mean, in, even Ben Shapiro says she knows nothing. She she is, you know. I think in a few years we're going to see her in Playboy, and we're all going to I be would, happy about it. Well, I would, I would take a gander, of course, but that's not the point. <laughs> it's kind of the point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're following to its logical conclusion. That's the end point. That's well, I, I, the logical conclusion I would like is if she's <laughs> used up and spit out in the bottom of the porn industry. Her, that would be awesome. Her and Dominican poison slapping slapping <sighs> hands together, just, just beating their beating their pussies together. Oh God! Over top of a candle for some reason. That's something. That's that's <laughs> that's quite an image. They do a squirt video. It's pretty good. I can see the blood <laughs> rushing from your face down your face right now as we speak. <laughs> but uh, um. This border thing, let's let people in, man. I don't care. They're going to take my job. Well, I, I, and I hate this thing that they think, uh, <laughs> well, uh, everybody else came here legally. No, they didn't. How many, how, many, how many people do you think, Italians and Irish people and all this stuff, who were not on the up and up, just jumped on the ships and just got off and just walked into a fucking city where nobody gave a shit and where they established themselves and went and go, Pure, the I would essence, almost say most. The essence of pure libertarianism. I'm just going to get off this ship. I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to get a job and I'm going to forge myself. I'm going to figure out what to do. Yeah. And yeah, that's 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 life. what it should fucking be. Yeah, exactly. Me. I mean, I don't know. Who cares? Why do you care? I mean, we have plenty of room. They're building new condos every day. They're building fucking apartment complexes every day. I mean, they. it's just the essence of, I mean, it's like the, again, the, it's, a, it's a giant kid rock concert, you know. We don't can give. We, a f- can we stop disparaging Kid Rock? No, we can't. He does. He does a really good thing for his fans. He uh, he keeps his concerts at like twenty bucks. That is cool. He actually does, and he does things for Detroit. And I he and tried. I and he I at least gives it. And a I respect that a lot. But I don't respect his brand of patriotism. I think it's shitty. I think it's shitty as fuck. Well, it's marketing. You think it's marketing? Yeah. You don't think he believes it? No. Nobody, anybody that spouts that loudly doesn't believe what they're saying. So Nugent doesn't believe it either. No, it's branding hmm. and marketing. I don't know. Fucking pussy. He is a pussy. Isn't he? <laughs> I like how he talk. I like how his some of his songs are talking about how he's fucked underage girls. That's that's pretty great. Yeah, so are the Beatles. But yeah, but they're the Beatles. Yeah, they can do that, can't they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, talent gets you every Gary Puckett in the Union Gap. Young girl, get out of my mind. What, what, what are they talking about? Uh, yeah. I'm talking about that sweet, sweet underage poonding. And I'd like to remind everyone again I am anti pedophilia. <laughs> Firmly anti. Anti. But I'll be damned if that song don't slap. <laughs> It's a burner. <laughs> it's a real banger, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, John Morgan sent me a message yesterday. Oh, I love this. With a, <laughs> with a meme 
of let me find it. A black dude in a suit. It's called a new subject. It's called part of a new segment called "Let's Involve Dutch." <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he knew I, he he didn't want to share it publicly, yeah. but he knew I have no problem. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Just to see what happens, and um, it's uh, let me, let me find it here. It's uh, it's a black guy in a suit, and he says, "I'm not oppressed," and there's a white guy with glasses, mustache, and a. A knit cap, a scarf, and a Che Guevara T-shirt, and says, "You are a disgrace to your people." And that started a little bit of a conversation on on there, and uh, one of my friends said, "Well, the white guy is actually correct, and he happens to be a white guy." Yeah. And I respond, "Who is anyone to tell another person how they should or shouldn't feel? That's cunt behavior. Don't be a cunt. If the black guy doesn't feel oppressed, the white guy should fuck off and go on about doing whatever the people who wear murdering communist merch do with their day." And he says, ha ha. All right, man. Black Americans are still fighting extreme amounts of oppression. There's nothing at all wrong with being successful. However, once you get there, it's important to forget, not to forget others. It's the reason Con- Kanye is so hated right now. I almost said Conway and I was, Conway Twitty. Like everybody's hating on Conway. I always think of Tim Conway. No. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dorfman Golf is fucking sizest. <laughs> and he said, not going to spend all day arguing this, though. Moving along. That's what they do. This two, that's two di- there's two different posts. Yeah. And he spent all day arguing on the other one. But I'll get to the other one in a second. I said, I never said they weren't. It's very much a form of racism to expect all minorities to see things the same way as you. It's condescending and infantilizing. He didn't know what infantilizing means. Kanye knew uh, Kanye is going to sell a billion albums. He knew precisely what he was doing. And he says it's disrespectful to other black people who are still going through the struggle. Then John Morgan just comes in out of nowhere and hits a dinger. Just a walk-off home run, bottom of the ninth, bases loaded. We're down by three. Carl Morgan comes in there with a heavy hitter, a heavy, heavy bat. He he was back there the whole time with a donut on his bat, just just taking cuts. Just taking cuts. Just taking cuts. And then he walks up to the plate and he says, It's the ultimate form of white privilege for a white dude to take it upon themselves to inform a black person how they are how oppressed they are and how they should act. It's actually quite racist. Yeah. <laughs> and I can you know, and whenever John posts, I can actually hear him saying that you know i mean <laughs> you're you're pretty terse you know not typing you're pretty you just get to the point yeah with with typing you're a little bit more verbose you say some more shit which is awesome but john types exactly how he speaks yeah you know, it's <laughs> and then i posted another picture and this is from the this is from the comment thread underneath uh the uh, the picture that john sent me and it's it's a uh, white, probably a guy that works for the the slave owner, the uh, overseer, the overseer, beating a black guy with a whip, and it says how white liberals treat treat minorities who don't vote Democrat, and then that started a just a whole thing. <laughs> and a, a black a female friend of mine said, "In present times, if you're black or brown and vote Republican, you're an Uncle Tom." And I said, "That's not for me to say, but it is for me to say." That white people that feel like they can dictate how minorities think or feel or vote, whatever, just because of the color of their skin are cunts that will likely drive said minorities to the right and get themselves four more years of Trump. Groupthink is stupid and dangerous. People are individuals and are allowed to have people are individuals and are allowed to have their own opinions regardless of ethnicity. And then it just just went off. Oh, I mean, basically, my friend, this guy that I know, said, um, 
Well, she responded, absolutely everyone's entitled to vote how they want. I am also entitled to think that my fellow minorities that vote wildly against their ancestors are Uncle Tom's. I said, I, and I said. That, that's the essence of the argument. Yeah. I said, never said you weren't. Whatever butters your biscuits. As, as a minority myself, left-handed. <laughs> I think that any left-handed person that uses regular scissors are Uncle Tom's. <laughs> And then, it's um, fucking awesome. And then my, the the guy from the earlier post says she's right, and I said so am I. And he says nope. I said how am I wrong? Is it that I think everyone should think for themselves, or is it that white people berating black people for not conforming is racist? <laughs> and he says it makes absolute zero sense for a black person to vote Republican. Same for gay. Same for poor. Hell, same for almost anyone. I said, how do you know? You're not any of those things. You don't know what's in their minds. You have a white savior complex. And he says, no, you're wrong because black voting person voting for Republicans means voting for racist policies. And I said, you know what's best for yourself, not everyone. And it just went on and on how, how he went on talking about how smart he is and how he reads all these books and studies history. And my, my argument basically was, so a black person that reads all the same books you have and does all the research that you do, but he sees things differently through his own eyes. And for some reason, even though I... I would think, wow, why would a black person want to vote for Donald Trump or any mm-hmm. anybody really? To be quite fucking honest, right? Um, they're they're stupid because they have their own opinion, and he basically, yeah, and he, um, fuck. I mean, that was the entire thing essentially. Like, well, let me let me say this though. Well, I don't agree with him. Oh, wait a minute. Here's here's one of the okay. best comments. He goes, I know what's best for everyone. <laughs> and what's best for everyone is voting. What? For, <laughs> I know. Uh, and what's best for everyone is voting for progressive politicians, not uncultured, racist, greedy conservatives. And I said, you saying that is racist. You don't know what's in each individual's person's best interests. He said, there's nothing racist about it. I said, you essentially said black people who don't agree with you aren't intelligent enough to make their own decisions and should trust people like you to take care of them, <laughs> which is what he said. Yeah, that's actually what he said. And whatever. I mean, he's he's got the I mean, he's not a smart fucking guy. I'm going to be quite honest. <laughs> <laughs> he's on a team. Yeah. And his team is progressives. And for some reason, he thought Hillary Clinton was progressive. Hillary Clinton couldn't be more part of the patriarchy if she had a nine-inch cock. Yeah. I mean, it was Bill Clinton's progressive policies that instituted mandatory minimum sentences that locked up how many black people for drugs? Oh, yeah. Violent the super predators bullshit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and this, I mean, it, it's like 60 comments long. Everybody should go read it. It's pretty funny. Well, I mean, but here's the thing. At the end of it, John was like, so... <laughs> <laughs> he goes on the rant about how how smart he is and everything. I want to find John's because John was actually funny in this. Yeah, I wasn't. It's <laughs> <laughs> rare. Uh, no, John's a pretty funny guy. Well, no, I'm saying that you're usually funny and you're you know, like, also, like, like the whole gay marriage thing is just classic. I wish somebody had screenshot it, shot of that, and saved it. It was fucking classic. I also told him he got, he compared him to Hitler, and I said, um. Comparing to Hitler is a bit much. He just says mean things. He's continues. He's just continuing Obama's policies, which continued George W.'s. Um, John Morgan says, so to brush up, when I tell a conservative, libertarian, anarchist, black person about why they are irrational, should I tell them about books before or after I tell them that I'm smarter than they are? (laughs) 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 It was, I mean, it was fun because I'm sure he was like, 
getting really angry and like screaming at his wife and his kid. And, oh yeah, yeah. And, and I, w- I was sitting here watching cartoons, like <laughs> essentially saying the same thing over and over again. It was fun to get in one of those again. I haven't had one of those in a while. Well, but let me say this: I do believe. I, I see his his standpoint. I do believe that uh, I, I know what he wanted to say. He just know he just didn't he doesn't know how, know how to, to articulate it. it. Okay, the thing about it is a black person who votes for Trump mm-hmm. is usually voting against their their interests. But how do you know what their interests are? That's well, the okay, thing. but here's the thing: the interests of the majority of that group. But everybody is an individual, so that's true. But it's like. Me saying also, people who are uh, people who vote, you know, it's very easy to get somebody to, to vote against their interests or vote or, you know, there there are groups, there are blocks of an electorate who are going to vote, you know. No matter what, they're going to straight ticket Republican. Or well, no, well, it's not just that, but OK, you have ideological people who vote ideologically. Well, yeah, there's there's people there are people that they only vote on one thing, and it's mm-hmm. sometimes it's abortion, guns, you know, guns, yeah, guns, and, yeah. yeah, that's abortion. The one. Like mm-hmm. if if a person believes that life begins at conception, and any time a baby is aborted, it's murder, they're going to vote for the guy that wants to get rid of abortion. Yeah, and that's the thing, uh, especially with Trump, if he hasn't been funded or Samantha B put it best if he hasn't funded at least 50 abortions or at least promised he'd pay them back for getting 50 yeah, abortions, yeah. then I'll eat my fucking I'll, she said I'll eat my blazer you know and she's absolutely <laughs> correct. one and like there's got to he's got to have at least quintupled me on that at least yeah five. I mean I mean he's he's he he doesn't give a shit and he's had probably had sex with lots more people than I have well yeah I've had sex with like three four He's probably had sex with at least 10. Yeah. 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've had sex with six. So <laughs> he's, um, but, but I mean, I, I can see where he's coming th- from with that. He, he's trying to say that, uh, if you do take it as in, uh, the majority uh, of black people, you know, voting, voting for Trump is, if you if you are of that group voting against your interests, but if you are uh, if you do think differently and want to vote for him, that's your business. And you know you don't you yeah don't anybody tell me how to vote. You know what I mean? Or and I, I think that's why a lot of even white people. I mean, there wasn't like a shitload of black people that voted for uh, Trump. <laughs> no, it was enough. Was, I mean, there was probably eight percent. It was eight percent. But there was no. Like, it was like four percent. Also, it was like seventy percent that didn't vote at all. So of course. Get those motherfuckers out. That's the thing about the Democrats. They, they, they are the party of apathy. You can't get people to the fucking polls. <laughs> exactly. You can hate the motherfucker all you want. Go out and vote. They if go you don't the, like him. They'll go. To the, they'll post about it on Facebook and Twitter, but they won't do anything. God forbid they actually do anything. Well, I, I didn't get up and fuck you. Polls are open all fucking day. Oh, it's working. They're open to like seven. They have to let you go. Yeah. They they literally have to let you go out and vote. Take your take a break and go vote. Yeah. And then come back. That I mean, that's the fucking law. God, I would I would love to throw that at a restaurant's face. Be like, I'm 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 taking in a two hour break. Why? I'm going to vote. Well, we're busy. I don't give a fuck. Deal I with have it. To go vote. Deal Jesus. with it. You know, it's my fucking right. Oh God, don't get me into that. But uh, um, it's I think it's one of the grossest things about the liberals and the fucking conservatives do it too. Everybody does it, so whatever. Vegans do it. Yeah, I mean every every group does it. They out they fucking shit on anybody that like that doesn't uh, 
that doesn't think all the exact same things. There was a, a restaurant in California. I read a news article about it. I think Rogan's talked about it a few times. They ran a vegan restaurant. And um, they had one of the best vegan restaurants in the world. And everybody fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. And they were both getting sick. Doctor said, y'all need to eat meat. So they they raised they raised their own cattle, slaughtered their own cattle and other animals because you don't want to just eat red meat. Mm-hmm. Although I love it. Yeah, it's great. But uh, And then the people that frequented their restaurant found out about it. And ruin their lives. Yeah. It was for their health that they needed to start eating meat. And these people shat upon them until I think they had to end up closing their restaurant. Yeah. They were still giving you the thing you wanted. Better than anybody else, apparently, because, but no, the vegans found out about it and they, and they fucking went nuts. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, that's where the uh, the whole sighing and me rolling my, I, I just, I don't have energy for it anymore. I don't give a fuck. I really don't give a fuck anymore. I'm well, we need you to give a fuck at least enough to talk shit about it on the show to make it at least halfway entertaining. So, goddamn, muster some energy <laughs> about this bullshit. <laughs> You're the umbrage taker for fuck's sake. Take umbrage for God's sake. Um, I've lost it. I've, I've lost, lost it. it. I can't take I've umbrage lost the anymore. Fire. Um, <laughs> but there's so much weird stuff going on out there, man. Well, that's the thing. It's killing me. Like, I'm getting up every day and I'm just seeing more dumb shit this moron's doing and all the dumb shit that's going on. I tried to express to people the reason we're in the in the in the boat we're in is we have a massively uneducated populace. I mean, we our education system is shit. Well, like as we said before, everybody gets their their information, their news from memes. Well, it's like this that I, are. Yeah, I mean, even a, people a cursory fact check. You're like, oh, none of that's true. Even even 0%. people. Yeah, even I, like I, I got into this one with with a, with a friend of mine. He posted something. What's it like having friends? Well, I more of an acquaintance. So <laughs> tense, uh, tense. Yeah. <laughs> um, he posted something about how Native Americans were allowed to. I mean, were able to have be happy without roads and 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 you know and and cities and all this stuff i was like where the fuck are you getting your information this is just completely false <laughs> like they were just trudging through the wilderness and see here's what they do here, here here's the two prong we're gonna get in the name american thing too because that's something i took massive umbrage to oh, should, I, should i cue the song back up then? you can i mean <laughs> i mean i kind of like talking that makes Either way, if you call them a savage and they're godless savages and they don't have souls, it is the same thing as saying they are noble savages and, you know, what a tragedy. They're people. They are neither the same as they us. are neither godless savages or noble savages. They're fucking people. They're just savages. <laughs> Take off the, the prefixes. Yeah, there's um, no need to qualify. They're just savages wearing one cloth. <laughs> so so off that's so moccasins but that's that's see that but that's what he believed, that's what hair. he believed you know what i mean and i was just like dude i actually brought a, a book to work the next day i said fucking read that next time before you make a fucking statement and it's all about the the south american tribes and stuff like and you know the job had like fucking water running water yeah that had, that had, yeah that had a fucking lock system and and a city so beautiful that uh spaniards in their boats were like looking at each other saying this can't be real I, we're in heaven. This can't be real, you know, because they come from a place that was. Let's go fuck it up. <laughs> well, they thought that after a while because that is a natural progression where you go from admiring something at first glance to looking at yourself and looking. Because Europe at this point was squalor. It was a shithole. 
almost literally they had no fucking they had no uh system for waste they had to you know there was like literal like rivers of shit going through uh london and 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 the big cities and and they said you could smell rome 20 miles before you ever fucking got there Mm. you know yeah they it's terrible it's an awful place so they come to this place where people are living uh much better where bathing is a thing and where uh war even though there was still warfare but it had become much more limited and you know and i'm not again i'm not trying to go down that route but this is just truth the fact that wars to to this point in in the americas everybody didn't a lot of people saw no profit in them or any good in them anymore it's just like well we we can't really do this anymore. It's not getting us anywhere. So, and yes, they still fought amongst each other because they're, they're going to be people. They're going to have differences of opinion. They're going to have labor, uh, you know, border disputes on the ship. But they had actually worked it out where enemies, like, cr- they created confederacies where they brought in enemies to now become part of a part of a system. Like the Iroquois Confederacy, um, the, uh, you know, there were so many, there were nations, the, the uh, and I, you know, so many Native American nations and they really tried to just get along. They were just like, well, you know, this all plays. There's enough for everybody. We don't have to do this. And he said, if you have a problem, we can come to this. Yo, I'll solve it. <laughs> <laughs> DJ revolves. They actually had a system set up where, you, where the different nations got together and talked their problems out. And um, so there's that. Um but there, you know, people even on the left, they they have this romanticized notion of Native Americans, and <laughs> there's that little difference. That duh, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Let's kick it. Great fucking song. I don't know what anybody says. It's sold for a reason. Um, <laughs> um, Collaborate and listen. God, but he's so untalented. <laughs> he was just—he was a good-looking white kid who could dance. Good looking, huh? Yeah, he was very handsome. Think you might fuck him? I would have until I saw Cool as Ice, and then it just turned off. But you were totally into him in uh, Secret of the Use. Yes, <laughs> I mean, that's an ninja rap. Yeah, go, go, ninja, ninja, go, ninja, ninja, go. go. What are you gonna do? He's <laughs> nine years old. So hard as a rock. So fucking awful. <laughs> Anyway, um, Trump just gave this speech. I just got a glimpse of his '90s dance moves, and I just had to laugh. <laughs> Trump at this uh, at this naval uh, graduation has echoed things such as "Manifest Destiny," all this stuff. "Manifest Destiny" is just was a phrase. Even back then, they were using phrases and and gaslighting to prevent people from seeing what was actually happening, which is wholesale genocide, which is just abject murder. You know, they uh, especially when they got into California when it was almost 1900, they were massacring these peaceful tribes. I mean, a lot. Yeah, Ishi was the last. There's a movie about him. Graham Greene played him, and he was the last guy of his tribe because these white settlers and i'm not saying you know let's just call them settlers if we're going to play that game we're just going to go down that route settlers decided that they didn't want them around so they just they killed them massacred them all sounds like a fucking reasonable thing to me i don't know (laughs) but i mean what are we going to do not kill them (laughs) i mean what are we going to do share (laughs) share stupid come on come on um but 
And he is he he's he's openly contentious to Native Americans, and that's what kills me. Because you have people around here. We tamed the continent. We, yeah. we, <laughs> we, Donnie. <laughs> the fuck did you do, tamed Donnie? That, that's that's code. We tamed the continent. Tamed it from who? But we didn't do shit. Yeah. Donnie didn't do nothing. We, Can you we're imagine? Not apolo- we're not apologizing for America anymore. Like, um, we never did. Yeah, and that's why I love it. But still, we didn't do anything. Especially you, Donnie. You've never done much, to be quite honest, <laughs> yeah, Donnie. No, he's, he's terrible. He's an awful human being. Just have a stroke already. Just want to punch fuck him. <laughs> Just saying shit like that. <laughs> um, I I said recently, somebody asked me how I felt about it. I said, well, I wish you'd have a stroke while getting his face pissed on by a Russian whore. That would be great. <laughs> and you mean uh, like a brain stroke, not like stroke it off. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. You ever been pissed on? Brain blind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he done gone brain blind. <laughs> Have I ever been pissed on? Yeah. No. Not even accidentally? Uh, maybe. I don't you know. You ever made a girl squirt? Of course you haven't. You're not good at sex. Yeah, I'm terrible at it. <laughs> No, if you ever if you've ever made a girl squirt, that's mm, about sixty forty piss. Yeah, yeah. Then yes. Yeah, yeah just all over your face. No, she's like, oh, I'm squirting. <laughs> <laughs> just dousing you in that hot piss. <laughs> oh wow, I can't believe I'm so good at fucking. I'm making squirt. <laughs> Golden showers. Yeah, what if everybody's made a. Uh, <laughs> A uh, parody song. There's a Beatles song called Golden Slumbers. Yeah. I wonder if anybody's made a parody song of of that. Here's a here's a little uh, little taste of it. It's a great song. This isn't the Beatles though. This doesn't Beatles. feel like the Beatles. Sounds like the Beatles to me. It doesn't feel like. Hold on. I'm going to find it on my device because that doesn't feel like the Beatles to me. <laughs> it just didn't sound right to me. I don't. Uh, John Radcliffe, if you're listening, um, you fill me in if that first clip was actually the Beatles because I don't think it was. Did he like the Pillow Fort radio uh, logo with Ric Flair on it from Don't Call Out Ric Flair? No, that was John Brown. John Will Shatter. I keep forgetting yeah, his last name. That was a great. That's one of the best things ever we had done for the show. But uh, John Ratcliffe has made many other things. He's the, uh, of course, the chairman of the West Virginia Podcasters Association. Yeah. His vote counts. His vote fucking counts. That's why I mention him every now and then on the show. <laughs> Just so everybody knows. I'm trying to find the goddamn, I've got the whole Beatles catalog here. I'm going to find Abbey Road. You'd think it'd be in alphabetical order, but it's not. Where the fuck is? Jesus. Anyway, you keep talking. I'm going to find it. No, but I, 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 again, the lack of education. I, I got into this this discussion with somebody, and it, there's this this wall of it's. I think it's insurmountable um, of this idea that the United States does not have to apologize. For the things they did Every other nation on earth That had indigenous peoples That fucked them Apologized for it Australia, New Zealand All these places As a matter of fact New Zealand has now taken the Maori 
and really, really weave them into their culture. Like they're proud of it. You know, they, everybody does the hakas. Everybody, you know what I mean? Like it's a thing. Hakas are awesome. Yeah, they are. And and even white people now from New Zealand do hakas. They feel included in the society because the Maori said, "Yes, we are now all one." You know, that sounds exactly like the other. Away. No, it doesn't. Doesn't not. To get back I'm gonna go back to this. It sounded like. It does sound different. It's mixed different, maybe. No, I'll know when it kicks in. I'll know that then I'm. It might just be mixed different. Anyway, uh, Australia hasn't gone as far as that yet, but they they have really made a formal apology to the Aborigines and trying to help them. You know, we we. There was a resolution at at the UN to apologize to Indigenous nations. The United States would not sign it. They said we are not. This might be an alternate take. Nope. I don't. This must be an alternate take. Whoever's putting this bullshit on YouTube needs to be fucking reprimanded by the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. Reprimanded. Anyway. We didn't uh, sign the uh, thing. I'm looking. I'm actually. I've got. Uh, it's in American Hall. To apologize to the darkies, right? No, no, no the, the Redskins. Oh, the, sh- the, the, uh, the Redskins. The uh, the um, the Washington Redskins. What are we apologizing to them for? Get them false hope with RG three. Am I right, sports fans? Hey, what's up? <laughs> Turned out to be a real piece of shit. Okay. You ever seen a. Uh, what's that movie? Once there was a way. Um. God damn it. Across the Universe, where it's like a whole love story, but they do Beatles songs in it. Oh, yeah. Across like, the Universe, yeah. It's a great. Pretty great movie. I haven't seen it. It's got everybody. Like, it, it just. It's a musical, so it breaks into song in the middle of it. Which, you know, I can give or take, but during that movie, it sort of worked. I'm looking for Is that the end of uh, That's an appendix This is how it's supposed to sound Golden showers That's what I want God damn Okay, if you've never gotten into it, you should really uh, listen to Abbey Road. There's a whole medley at the end of it that is just amazing. Okay, that's why when the pressure poured in 1988, the United States Senate finally had ratified the United Nations Genocide Convention. After 40 years of inaction, while more than 100 other nations had long since agreed to its terms, Leo Cooper, one of the world's foremost experts on genocide, wondered in print whether the long delay and the obvious reluctance of the United States to ratify the Genocide Convention derived from fear that it might be held responsible retroactively for the annihilation of Indians in the United States or in its role in the slave trade or its contemporary support for tyrannical governments engaging in mass murder. Still, Cooper said he was delighted that at last Americans had agreed to the terms of the convention. Others were less pleased... Um, because basically what the United States had done, unlike the other nations of the world, was approve and file with the UN a self-servingly conditional uh, instrument of ratification. They didn't ratify it without 
you know, they had they had to make it like, like we weren't so bad, like we were better than the rest of the world. That whole bullshit with American exceptionalism, yeah. when actually we were worse. What was done to the Native Americans was far worse than what was done the to the... Huh? We wrote the book. Well, Hitler actually went on record saying the way he uh, thought about dealing with the Jews is he patterned it after how the United States uh, dealt with the Native Americans. I don't think we can be held responsible. <laughs> That's pretty smooth. I know. <laughs> but I, I'm just saying that, uh, you know, the United States, I, I'm, not a, I'm not at this lefty thing hating the United States. I don't hate it. I live here, uh, you know... In a sense, we're lucky to live here. Um, I'm proud of all members of my family that have served in the in, in the armed forces, and you know have you know. My two grandfathers fought in World War II, a, a war that had to be fought. You know, it's a necessary war. It really was, and you know all those things. I'm extremely proud of, but at the same time, I, I, I having if you are not at least a little bit have a little bit of disgust with how the United States conducts itself with uh, with with its indigenous people and stuff like that then you haven't read enough on it you don't you've not educated yourself on the subject i mean we still to this day like and th- and that's why this this the shit that trump does and the thing where he got in there and lauded columbus again and all this stuff we had come to a point where we were now dealing with the realities of american of American history We can all deal With those realities But they want us To still keep I've heard people From the right say On record That we should keep Telling our children These lies What are we supposed To tell them The truth Tell them the truth That way Because guess what They're going to Find it out anyway Exactly And if they don't If you don't tell them That then they're Going to have This bullshit thing That it's not, they're not Going to want to Cast down They're going to be Like no I'm going To stick to this Even though I know that, What the truth is And that creates a lot of dissonance and it creates a lot of resentment. It creates a lot of victim resentment because then you start blaming the victims. That that is a that is an easy thing to do. Well, they weren't doing anything with the land. That's not true. You, you that's demonstrably well, false. How about they were living on it, fuckface? I mean, how do you? Do, I mean, we still keep propagating this thing. We just they discovered America. Discovered it from who? There were hundreds of millions of people living here. I mean, how can you honestly say that the, the very idea? That you were saying that a place was discovered when other people living here is just racist in its very inception. And they, and they, and people cannot deal with this. And we had actually come to a point. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it has been a while. We had actually come to a point where. American history, we're and I've gone on record saying this, and this is something that I think we should all deal with. We need to start accepting the United States history, warts and all, and just deal with it. And that's what a lot of Native Americans say. They say, all we want is a formal apology and an acknowledgement that you did this, and we can all move forward. But you won't even fucking acknowledge it. And that's, you know, and that's what kills me. And I think you're doing the black girl clap thing whenever you talk. Um, yeah. You're so down. I know. You're so fetch. Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's like the thing, and, and I tell you who the worst about it. Uh, I, there's a, I know there, the blacks, right? <laughs> there's, a, there's large groups of people, I would say the majority of people, uh, who are apologetic about it and say that's a terrible thing and, and, you know, and are even willing to give you that. In the Midwest, they are still openly racist and and, and contemptuous of Native Americans, like the whole Na- the whole Cleveland Indians thing. They were willing to fight you over that. 
because of the whole the the, the goofy logo and stuff and Native Americans like this is extremely insulting. Can we not just change this to a block C or something? And they would talk and they would dress up like it and talk shit to Native Americans about it. Well, this is my team and fuck you. Fuck you. I mean, I, I would get so mad and I dealt with those people. The, I lived the, up there. The Redskins. Yeah, I lived up there. I, you know, that's one of the best things they had on uh, on one of the shows. They actually had real Native Americans come in and confront Washington Redskins fans, and and they got really. They said, "Well, I feel feared for our safety. Why? Because if a bunch of Native Americans came in and asked you pointed questions, you're going to shoot a flaming arrow at you there." Yeah, see, that's Jet? the thing. And, and one of the guys was a black dude and said that he felt. You know, I was just like, man, you should sympathize with them. If if no other group. You should sympathize with them, not with this bullshit Washington Redskins bullshit. And said, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep flying that forever." And it's just like, th- then I, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand this, this commitment to a sports team that you've never played for, <laughs> that you, that you have no stake in. You know never what I mean? Played it down. Didn't even play high school. Football uh, yeah, exactly. A lot, of, a lot of people have never played the sport at all. Most, so, peop- most people that are so fanatical about it. And I'm talking even WVU fans. Yes, never, never played stepped it out. foot on a field before. Yeah, never did anything. I mean, I, and I don't understand this whole. Never deadlifted. <laughs> never fucked a girl on the back of a 1985 Nissan Sentra. Never. Never. Favorite things. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles, and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. What you got there, Quibo? Um. Well, this week it's uh butt fucking. Yeah, that's good. Um. I really haven't got a lot into favorite things. Um, there's no real new movies or, you know, I'm reading the same books I've been reading because I've just been a little bit busier and haven't been able to uh, put anything new in. I will say um, one of my favorite things is the fact that uh, at least some people in this in this whole sordid mess we're in I mean, are, are starting to see how bad it actually is. So, um, but other than that, I mean, today's just, I'm, it's kind of a downer. Like, um, I, there hadn't been a lot of bright spots. Hmm. Um, well, my daughter being, uh, she started working in a, in a restaurant. Oh, God. Yeah, I got really upset. Did you warn her? Yeah, I did. She a server? Or a, she's a server. She's a line cook back there. She's already smoking and cussing people out. I told her, uh, I said, I said, honey, um, I've warned you about this industry. I said, get in, make your money. I said, but you are not staying in this. I was like, I, I, I rarely ever do that where I just throw, throw a gauntlet down and said, you're not doing this. But I've, get, I've seen so many people sucked into that industry. And it just, it's a soul crusher, man. I mean, it really is. And she's just, she's a, 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 a wonderful young woman who works hard to save her money. She's got almost a thousand dollars saved to her car. She's 16. You know, I don't know a lot of other kids who have that kind of drive and acumen, you know, where they're just, and she works really hard at school and her grades are good. You know, she's just, so I would have to say one of my favorite things, because one of the things that created this in her is, Poverty. Not that we were in such abject poverty, but we struggled. 
you know, me and me and her and her mom struggle, you know, separately, but also together, you know, um, because I was I struggled for a long time. And now we're seeing, you know, I've got the great job. Her mom's got a good job. Annie is, you know, got everything she wants. She's spoiled rotten. But I'm glad she had to struggle with that initially because now she appreciates everything. I, kids who get everything handed to them don't understand it. And they grow up with this complex that I deserve all these things just because I'm me. You know, she's going to go far in life because she had to struggle initially. And because yeah, it's, it's yeah. Uh, very rare that you see somebody that grew up like extremely rich that had everything handed to them mm-hmm. that turns out to do anything great. Yeah. I mean, why should they, you know, discomfort? Breeds creativity and drive. You know, uh, pressure makes diamonds. We could do all the all the things. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we, all the all the trite sayings. We can keep saying, <laughs> but they're all true. It's true. Yeah. yeah. There's and, a reason why they always say them. And she, she just makes me get so choked up sometimes with how great of a kid she is and how. So she's she's my favorite thing. My daughter is awesome, and uh, and that's I just I don't worry about her anymore. You know, I used to worry what she's going to do. I don't worry. I know she's going to do great. She's going to do fine. And speaking of getting choked up, um, <laughs> God, this is going bad. I ran across a video, and it looks like you. I can't be one hundred percent sure that it's you, but this guy looks like you. Sort of sounds like you. And I'm just wondering. I mean, I ran across this video on the internet. It seems like sort of a, like a a dating ad or something. But anyway, we'll check it out. Black guys who love to fuck and fuck good. If you're a hot black guy and you want to fuck me at twenty three ninety five, if you want to move in, you can move in, but you got to fuck me. I need, I need to be fucked a lot, man. Get free food, free rent, and everything else, man. Here's the deal, man. Men from jail, homeless, or um, you're a thug, you want to come move in. A friend can move in with you too, man. Free rent, you get a lease and a key. Fuck me. Piss on me, beat me, a home man out. You see me, you want to come over today and try it out, try it out, man. If you're in my building, try it out. You want to fucking piss on me, try it out. Seriously, applied only as fuck, man. I'm looking for hardcore guys that mean it, want to do it, and I want to deliver it. I'm a hot, fuck, white trash. Come, dump, let's fuck. Jesus Christ! Whenever you were making that video, I'm assuming that it looks and sounds so much like you. Yeah, it does. Um... Was that satire, or are you really looking for hot black guys that mean it and want to do it? I mean, it depends on which part <laughs> time of the day you catch me. <laughs> Late evening, <laughs> it's in earnest. <laughs> and why only black? Is it only black guys that you're into? Is it because they can reach the male G spot with their long shit? No, I, I'd say it's the uh, it's the uh, the societal taboo. Oh, it's like you're doing him a favor. You're, it's sort of a white savior thing. Yes, like, it is. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, like you can come into my house and fuck me. Get a lease and a key. Yeah, try it out. Yeah. So, okay. I didn't. I mean, I had suspicions. <laughs> I would love it. You know, I, I would love if that was a real. If that was like a, a senator or something. <laughs> what about this? <laughs> if it was. <laughs> he he had moved on like he had built his life into something, and they'd come and knock the bat, you know. <laughs> Somebody just finds a video from an old dating site. Yeah. God, wow, you were really going gonna, in. Like, God, I mean that that guy's life has to be just awful, you know. I don't know. It sounds like he's trying to have a good time. I guess, but <laughs> I mean, just to want to be so degraded. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his life is so good that he needs somebody to let him know that he's still a piece of shit. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. It's like the guys who the rich guys who give uh, women their 
credit cards and walk around with them. Yeah. And they can just destroy them. They can get their bank account. Yeah. And they can just fuck them anytime they want. They could fuck them up. That's weird, though. Isn't it strange? I don't know. There's some sort of weird excitement to it, I suppose. I'll never understand it. If anybody even looks at me when I'm typing in my freaking debit card pin, I'm like, get the fuck away from me. (laughs) I got $11 in here, man. (laughs) It ain't going to let me take it out. I'm just doing this for the fucking ritual. Um. That's my favorite thing this week is your video trying to get hot black guys to use you as a cum dumpster. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty great. <laughs> Just fill it up and pour cereal in your butthole and eat it. <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus. I'm trying to think. Butthole uh, cereal. I finished up 13 Reasons Why. Second season? Yeah. As bad as the first? It, there's one scene that is so fucking rough. That it made hard to me, watch. I mean, there's multiple scenes that are hard to watch. I mean, there's fucking rape and and uh, just all kinds of. I mean, but then the, like there's courtroom scenes that are like fucked. And you're like, well, you know what? You, you know exactly what happened, but they're either lying or they're not ready to tell the truth because it's a girl who, mm-hmm. who got and she's not ready to tell the truth. But there's one scene that is just the dude gets a. Uh, a broom or a mop handle shoved up his ass. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Is he in jail? No, he's in school. Yeah. Tell me it was the janitor. No. Yeah. <laughs> he's just doing it for kicks. It, it was the guy in the video. Charlie <laughs> Kelly. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like the, they they attack him and a couple guys hold him down. They give him swirly. Is this the guy that raped the girl? No, no this is another guy. So this is just random. It seems to me like they're setting setting up for season three to be all about him, I suppose. But it was rough. <laughs> like if there's ever been a show that needs trigger warnings, it's that one. Yeah. Because even I and I nothing grosses me out. I watched a Serbian film and I was fine. You watched it? Yeah. You never told me that. Yeah, I did. I told you on the show, and you were disgusted with me. I was like, I know it's fake. <laughs> you probably did. I did, I just I didn't. I mean, it was in the first 10 episodes that we talked about. Oh, okay, yeah. But uh, this, I mean, this was rough. Mm-hmm. And it, was a, it was a kid who's a weakling kid, and he got sent away, and he came back, and he was trying to use, because he had anger problems, and, he, and like these bullies come in, like, oh, there's a whole story that leads up to this, and they mm-hmm. come in, and they're fucking with him, and he's trying to use all these new tactics he learned to dis- diffuse, and they just ram his head into a mirror, ram his head into a fucking, into the fucking sink. Ram his head into the toilet, hold him in there, and flush. And Did you ever bully anybody? Probably. I can't remember. I mean, I think we all did. Has everybody bullied somebody? Everybody got bullied, and everybody bullied somebody. Right. Um, I got bullied when I was young, when I was real young. Like, I'm talking about. And I had older brothers, so I got bullied a lot. Well, but, but I was bigger and stronger than my older brother. I so was uh, well, I'm, two and four years older than me. Well, yeah, but. Um, but my older brother actually bullied me uh, psychologically. He was quite good at it. I mean, such <laughs> such a good point that sometimes I'm just still don't like him. Sometimes, <laughs> kind of so, like how I cycle. And so, uh, <laughs> I'm starting to learn that. Uh, <laughs> Toughen you up. Um, but no, when I was uh, in, I can't remember what grade I, I was young. It's probably about fourth or fifth grade. I. I got bullied incessantly. Like there was like three, three guys who 
or four who just and there was one who who was like the the ringleader of the whole thing but there was three other guys and they were sometimes friends and sometimes they would just they were just savage they would just would, wouldn't stop and i and i was a kid who had problems you know i was had emotional problems i you know i'm not going to go into that but and they just it was just complete and incessant and if it had been school shootings I probably would have ended up ended up doing that because I, I wanted to kill them on on a few occasions, you know. I literally would have, you know, but I was just knew I couldn't do it. You know, what's what I mean? funny is all the school shootings that are happening now is kids with being able to get their parents' guns and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I was able to get one anytime I wanted. They were hang. They were in a rack above my bed. They were hunting rifles. Yeah, and I really didn't know how to use them, but but they were there. Well, that was never an option. I, was, I wasn't going to hurt somebody like that, but did I want them dead? Yes. Did I want to kill them? Yes. But I, was I going to do it? No. I mean, that was just the check inside of me. Like, you can't do that. As much as you want to do that, you can't do it. So what I did was I got to a certain age and then I switched schools. And I said, okay, from now on, I'm not going to be that kid anymore. So it was complete reinvention. I started lifting weights. I started... Finger blasting chicks under the bleachers. Yeah, it was great. Um, <laughs> Listening no, to Motorhead. <laughs> no, I just I became. I didn't become a different person, but I just decided to make different choices. I was just like, okay, I'm not going to allow somebody to say something to me. Somebody says something to him, I'm going to check him immediately, and I did. And I, you know, and I just and, and actually I got revenge because I went to high school. We went to different schools, and I went to high school with, with three of the guys. And I remember one of them played football, and I about fucking killed him. I about took his head off hitting him. Hit him with the that, sweet chin music. No, it's one of those highlight reels where you just, you know, those ones where you tuck your shoulder and you lift them up and you fucking slam them down, you know, where you hand him his ass. And then I reached down, I helped him up, I slapped him on the back of his helmet. I said, you know, and everything was forgiven from that point. But that was a culmination of sheer effort. I worked so hard just, and I didn't know how to lift weights. I was just doing it in the basement. So all I did basically was curls and bench pressing. I mean, I didn't know anything else, but I did it all the time to so no box jumps. <laughs> no, there was none of that. <laughs> you know, it was just it's still an extremely primitive way of going about it. But I actually became known after a while. It's just like he's a big, strong guy because that's what I did. I built myself. Yeah, I, mean, I heard that. stories. I didn't even go to the same school. And like, you heard about this chugging? Yeah, bullshit. He'd be he'd be big and strong. <laughs> uh, like, well, if he wants these hands, <laughs> wants me to feed him his teeth. <laughs> I'm going to come knock on the door, son. I love that house. How tough guys will hear about other tough guys yeah. who want to fight him. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. You think he's tough? Tell him his mother wears combat boots. What? Shh. That's how tough he is. She, she actually does. Your mother was a snowblower. Oh, God. <laughs> um, um, I I mean, as far as dealing with bullies, uh, my parents would always tell me, uh, don't hit first. And then when my mom would leave the room, my dad would say, if you've had enough, you've had enough. Hit first, but don't kill anybody. Because I was I was bigger, but people still had, for some reason, thought they could talk shit. Mm-hmm. And I would let them. And then one time I had enough. and That's all it took. Yeah, I clocked somebody a couple times, and then nobody really ever messed with me again. And, I, and honestly, people have asked me before if I was a bully. I don't remember. People probably remember that I, that I might have been. I don't know. I do not remember. I don't remember a lot. I thought I'd try to be nice to everybody. But. Well, I mean, that, but I found that bullying goes, it's top down. Like the, the kids who bullied me were 
probably bully themselves or something at home by their fathers or older brothers or something. And I know one of them actually definitely was bullied by his father. And that's the reason he took it out on me because, you know, and that's why I actually got into a, uh, into a uh, reasonably terrible argument because Annie was being bullied at one point and it was driving me crazy. I mean, that's when I was coming up here. I said, do you want to drive to Michigan with me? Cause I'm about to beat the shit out of some parents. What did I say? Did I say you yes? said yes? I think you said sure. You know, and, and <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I it was said half in jest. I wasn't going to go up there, but I mean, I was going to. I was so I didn't know what else to do. I was so enraged over these people teasing my daughter. But then she took up for herself, and you know, now she's not bullied anymore. It's you know, but anyway, uh, I can't remember what's going with that. But, uh, you know, you have all these people who just bully and, you know, but I was saying, okay, here, here's where I was going with that. I actually posted a thing to help me and Annie both because I knew she was going to see it on Facebook. I said, here's a, I said, I'm going to post a positive bullying story. And I said, I said, the kid that you bully I was talking to to all the really just hardcore bullies who never grow out of it and really don't have any remorse for it, you know, who basically turn into cops and homosexuals, you know. Um, they're a group. and yeah, they, they do turn into cops yeah. and homosexuals. Um, but I said, keep bullying them because the people you bully ended up being CEOs of companies, end up being this and this and this. It's like, you are a mindless number automaton. You will distinguish yourself in no real way. And the people you bully will because they use it like I did. I mean, I remember saying to myself, this is not going to happen to me anymore and using it. And I know a lot of kids that did that. They got bullied and so they decided to do something about it in some way, like some outlet and they become truly exceptional at something. And the people who bullied them and are really just doing it because they're just shitty as fuck people are still rank and file, awful, shitty, stupid fucking people. Yeah, they don't have podcasts. What if they do? What if, what if yeah, they have yeah, yeah, what if they're really telling old bu- bu- bullying stories? <laughs> yeah, there's this one kid. <laughs> I used to give him wedgies. I mean, I made him day. eat actual shit. I used to gleek on him in class. Gleek? That's the f- <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Couldn't stand that fucking shit. I'm a gleek. <laughs> I remember two idiots that used to do that, and they would just. I was like, "Are you? You're fucking stupid." You sit around thinking this dumb shit to, to do, you know? Yeah, I'm, I don't think there's any getting rid of bullying. And honestly, I think it's sort of needed. Not not insane. You got to learn how to deal with it, right? And. If you don't learn how to deal with it in one way or another, either by learning to fight or I don't know, then it's not you're you're not going to get past it, and you're going to get bullied your entire life. Well, that's the thing too, and and but the social justice warriors. Because I was saying the argument I got into is after I posted that, a girl got on there and said, you know, and then the kids could kill themselves too. There's that. I was like, you know, it's like this was meant to be something that was not meant to be go down that route. It's like you really want to and uh, fucking engage in this publicly over this shit. I, I know that maybe you were bullied, and a lot of people get bullied, but 
Yeah, you don't have to be a fucking such a goddamn lefty about it. You know what I mean? It's just it's <laughs> fuck. So you bullied her? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying that's that that's that's horseshit. You know, to to call me on a, on a thing that I was doing to make me and my daughter. And I told her that I said that was something to make me and my daughter feel better because she was being bullied. I wanted her to read it, and I wanted it to be I wanted it to be public, and it did make her feel better, and she did use it, and now you know it it worked, you know, and I have to deal with. Not only do I have to deal with right, usually bullies are right wing kids whose whose parents are you know dumb fucks who you know anybody's different you know they're a group they're usually a group and then but the but then the, you have the lefties who you know cower and 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 think that everybody everything should be solved for them why don't you just stand up and punch him in the fucking mouth and get it over with you know that's what helped me man yeah. I don't know I'm not saying violence is the answer I'm just yes saying, it is I'm saying it can yes be. it is violence not, is the it's answer it's not the only answer but it is definitely it's on the fucking table yeah let's not let's not just eschew that for any for all together because it works yeah. Beating somebody's ass works. Yeah, it really does. I promise. I mean, because nobody else wants to try you. After and that. getting your ass beat works too. Yeah. I mean, if you were an asshole and you got your ass beaten, maybe you learned to rethink uh, your tactics a little bit. At least learn to duck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Study tape. Watch their tails. What's, yeah. <laughs> what's he's, their, he's, <laughs> don't, he's ducking. He dips his shoulder before he throws <laughs> the right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. I just think that, uh, like we said, there are the bullies that are just, you know, you, 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 it's a, almost a cliche now. You see that kid who's a bully. He's an incessant bully, but he's, it's because he's so bullied at home. And then you have just these corny fucking, uh, they're doing it because they, they're, everybody's looking, they're looking around everybody. Isn't that awesome what I'm doing? Like, no, you're a piece of shit. You're torturing this kid because you can, you know. It's and talking to them about it does not do anything because you can inst- try to instruct them how their bad their behavior is. The only thing they're going to understand is violence. Once that kid finally stands up and punches him in the fucking mouth and hopefully breaks something, you know, breaks a tooth or fucks him up bad, then they'll learn and they'll leave him alone. You know, so I've seen it happen. the The best thing ever is when you see a kid just finally have enough and lose it and snap and beat oh, the shit out of one. Oh, it's awesome! It's one of the best things in life. Well, there's that one video of the the big kid, the fat kid. He picks the kid up. And he picks him up in fucking rock bottoms, almost goddamn kills him. Yeah, I was like, could, "Good, bye, you little well fucking cunt." <laughs> I, but also, I love that. That's another favorite thing. I should say that I love that when that stuff even happens into adulthood. Like you have um, one of my favorite videos. Is this guy walking on the beach with his daughters and his wife, and he's just a regular guy? You know, he's probably a late forties, whatever, just a, a dad. And this drunk idiot frat boy starts catcalling his daughters, and he walks up to him and says, "Dude, these these are my children. They're fourteen. Yeah, please don't do that." Being very respectful at first, and the guy is looking around and he has all his fucking drunk frat buddy. Frat boy buddies fucking talking him up, saying, you know, this guy's talking shit. I'm 25. And then the guy, have you seen this video? God knocks him the fuck out cold. It is awful. Boom. Just fucking, and it's real. You can tell this is not set up. It's real. And the guy can't get up, and they're trying to get him up, and he just keeps slumping. And it's, you know, it knocked him out good. He tuned him up, huh? Well, I'll see if I can find it. He looked like he knew how to throw a punch. Yes. (laughs) I like that. I mean, the dad definitely knew how to throw a punch because it was a cross. 
if you can knock somebody out with a cross, you really know how to punch. Like a hook, yeah. a hook is, you know, I'm not saying anybody can throw a good hook, but a hook is a good punch. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, total commitment though. If you miss on a hook, you're fucked. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've got that really good left hook. I've got. If I don't land that, uh, you're wide open. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I'm like, big and I'm strong, so I can I, I can take a punch. So that's a good thing. You want to find out if you can take a punch? No, it's not. Yeah. Let me jack that jaw real quick. You don't want these hands. I'll tell you that right now. I don't know, man. Um, I think I, I think people need to learn to, to uh, how to handle it, whether it be taking jujitsu or kickboxing or taekwondo or whatever the fuck it is. I mean, imagine a fucking bully is is picking on like this little 120 pound kid, and he's, he's, he's like the, the big football player and. The, the the 120 pound kid backs up and hits him with a spinning a spinning side turning side kick to the liver and just knocks him down because yeah. a kid that knows taekwondo can fucking do that oh too. yeah i mean it, they're not those things aren't useless i mean they are definitely useful but against somebody who doesn't know anything oh god like the other kid trained in mma and catches the kick and just beats the dog shit. okay yeah the other guy <laughs> here it is Oh god. He's just talking shit. Yeah. Oh, so he's protecting the girls. Hey, we got all the fucking dykes over here. They all like fucking pussy. Oh, he tra- oh my god. This guy doesn't know how to watch fight. No. This is awesome. Oh, he's even checking on making sure he's okay. Yeah. <laughs> he knew he he definitely knew how to throw a punch. Yeah. He's been in more than one boxing class. I want to see it again in slow motion. Okay. I don't have slow motion. <laughs> we can watch it again. I can watch it all day. Because the, yeah, the guy is so fucking asking for it. 25 Grow up. 25. Man, fuck this guy. I want to fight this guy. See? You're all fucking Man, this guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, I know. That's why I love it. When he rears back and tries to punch him like this, his, his fucking wrist is bent and everything. Yeah. He's he's not doing anything to anybody, man. <laughs> Boom! It's all over. Oh, that's awesome, that's isn't it? Fantastic! Everybody's cheering him. <laughs> if there was a cage, he should go jump on the cage and just <laughs> fuck that guy. Uh, yeah, that's that's again, that's one of my favorite things because it's immediate justice. Exactly. I mean, and. People would say, "Well, violence doesn't solve anything." I beg to differ. That's solved. That solved. That is so solved. That that motherfucker now has to live with that for the rest of his life. But by getting on a beach drunk and calling fourteen-year-old girls cunts and dykes and all kinds of stuff, and then their dad beating, not even beating the shit, I'm just knocking his ass Once, out. Just one good one, one and done. You know, Molly whopped him one. Good and then, time. and then now that that idiot probably has to deal with that for the rest of his life. Oh God, I hope everybody knows his name. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, fucking Glass Joe. All his he he had to move away maybe maybe he became an introspective person moved away and changed himself he went to peru and did ayahuasca and now he's uh i don't know then then he wants to seek the guy out and said you know i'm sorry about that he's a yoga teacher or Or here's something profound because he had to reach down deep in himself and say yeah that was an awful thing i did but i got dealt with for it and and i needed to be dealt with. don't mess with a dad if somebody that's a terrible somebody had said that to annie i will kill you for that (laughs) 
I will it will it will be Brock Lesnar time. I'm gonna roll over my shoulder and you're gonna be fucked up. <laughs> Brock Lesnar time? Yeah. You gonna take him to Suplex City? No, I'm just gonna fucking bull rush him and I don't give a fuck if you hit me or not. You better hit me not uh, you better hit me good enough to knock me out. Because if you don't, I'm gonna keep coming. I don't give a fuck if you know how to fight or not. If you say that to my daughter, I'm gonna keep coming. And when you knock me back up, knock me out, I'm gonna get back up and come back at you again. Which I'm gonna keep the coming powers back. Of darkness. It's gonna be like like on casino. I'm gonna keep coming back and back and back, no matter what happens. <laughs> so you might as well just you might as well kill me. I mean, that's the way I feel about my kid. And anybody who doesn't feel that way about their kid, I don't know what to say about you. You know. I remember one time my brother. I might have even told this story on the on the uh, podcast before. He used to run up and down in Dixie. Mm-hmm. They were they were taking up the railroad track. The railroad doesn't run through there anymore. And he was running. It was right when he started running. He was still kind of fat. Mm-hmm. And the railroad workers uh, were yelling at him, run, fat boy, run. And he came home crying and told Dad. And this was just a quarter mile up from the house. Dad goes and gets a shotgun, puts it in the back of the uh, – <laughs> Puts it in the gun rack. I like this story drives, already. Drives up. You guys uh, hollering at a kid drive, uh, running by here? Yeah, some fat kid. And pulls out the shotgun. All right, now he's going to run back by here in a little bit. And you guys are going to fucking apologize to him. Or I'm going to come back here and there's going to be holes in you. <laughs> Do they apologize? Indeed, they did. <laughs> That's an awesome story. That is a real story that happened. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever, don't. <laughs> he wasn't even th- thinking about fists. He was just going to go kill these guys. Yeah, he didn't I mean, care. That's that's what you do for your children. Like, eh, that's why I said we were having debates on Facebook, and somebody had posted something homophobic. And I, I you know, I, I've talked about my daughter. And she's gay. You know, she's. You've never said that on here before. Have I not? No. Are you supposed to say that on here? Do I need to look at the time code and edit that out? You might. She's. It's no secret. She doesn't keep it a secret. Okay, she, if she she's proud of it, you know. Okay, that's fine. And that's and the, and I'm. I'm just protecting not a, business. That, okay, that's, trying to keep kayfabe. If if you if that's you not talk a, to her and wanted to edit it out, I'll look at the time code and I'll remember to edit. Okay, it. well we'll just go into the story and if I feel like it, it, later on that I have to, but I don't think I do. Okay, uh, we love her for who she is. This is not even something we love her despite of it. We love her because of it because that's who she is. There is nothing to be ashamed of. There is nothing to be, you know, I, I mean, I, I hugged her and said, I, 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 I literally looked at her and said, do you think I give a shit? Like, we love you. We don't, I don't care, you know? And anyway. It'd be like if my dad didn't like me because I was left-handed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't help it. Isn't yeah. it? Like, yeah. He sort of didn't for a while because he didn't know how to, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. didn't know how to teach me how to throw. But my, but my, right da- my daughter's awesome. And I. Well, that's subjective. I'm not sure. I've never met her. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> but, um, but she is. And, and we had gotten into a debate on Facebook and somebody had something, said something homophobic. I said, do not see anything homophobic on my wall ever. And they said it again. And I saw him out in public. I said, if you ever put something homophobic on my wall again, me and you are going to have a conversation that neither one of us are going to like, but you are going to fa- like far less than I'm going to like. Do you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? And he said, why are you threatening me? I said, you know, fucking. I said, I said, don't do it. And then I hit him with it. I said, my daughter is gay. If you make her feel bad about herself just a little bit, I will fuck you up for life. And he's just like, I'm sorry. I was like, no, you're sorry because I called you on it. And I said, you're a homophobic piece of shit. I said, you know, fuck you. And that was it. Then you put him in the torture rack. I wish I would have. That would have been great. But it was just, you know, um, 
you know, I, I don't, I, I don't understand somebody who who's not willing to kill f- and die for their children. You know, just not even, not even bodily harm, but just her ever feeling bad about herself for five minutes. I will kill you for that. You don't like your like your dad would. They weren't hurting him physically. They weren't doing anything to him, but because he felt bad about himself, your dad was willing to kill them. That's an awesome thing. That is the best part about not the best part about being a parent, but that is one of the most vile parts of of being a parent. Is the ability, the ability, and the willingness to do the ultimate violent thing for your child if they ever make if somebody ever hurts them in any way. So, yeah, it's a. I remember. I mean, I was there. I mean, Jesus Christ, the first time. My first memory is my dad backhanding a woman. Now let me get into the story. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we had we lived up twenty mile, and for people that are local, you know exactly what that means. For people that don't, uh, imagine a holler. It's that. <laughs> imagine all the, yeah. all the things you, you think of that are in hollers. They're all there. Yeah. We're part of it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, hey, the neighbors, we kept playing loud music, and we, we were out. And it's like, it's like I got cuss words and stuff in it. And we were going to church at the time and all that stuff, and Dad didn't like it. And he went over and told him to please turn it down. And uh, they told him to fuck off and all this shit. And uh, he said, just turn it down. And he left and he came back again on our property. He would holler across uh, the, there was fucking weeds in between our mm-hmm. property and their property. And again, they told him to fuck off. And then it ended up him poking my dad in the chest and talking shit. And my dad commenced to, uh, I, I don't know what you'd call it, uh, beating the fuck out of him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the woman jumped on on my dad, and my mom went over to um remove her. And my mom can't hurt anybody, mm-hmm. but she went over to remove her and pull her off, and she got her off. And then she was getting ready to to hit my mom. My dad grabbed her fist and backhanded her, and she laid there. So my dad commenced to beating the shit out of the guy again. <laughs> 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 and they went to jail. Nothing happened to my parents because it was on our property. Yeah. And uh, they ended up moving, I'm pretty sure, extremely shortly after that. Yeah. He broke that woman's jaw. Neat. And she deserved it. You didn't mess with my mom. Yeah. You still don't mess with my mom. Everybody within three counties, if they find out you mess with my mom, you're probably going to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good idea. It's yeah. bad for your health. Yeah. I come full stealth. <laughs> it's like with my mom. I mean, I don't. Yeah, your that. mom's terrible. I hate her. <laughs> I don't even know my mom. I've talked to her a couple times. She yeah. seems quite pleasant. I'm just joking. <laughs> I know you are. But yeah, my first memory is my dad backhanding a woman. <laughs> What's he going to do? Not hit her when she's trying to trying to beat Attack up the wife? mother of his children? Yeah. No. He's lucky. The, those people are lucky he didn't kill them. Yeah. They're, hell, they were lucky me and my brothers weren't older. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I Imagine if I was 12. I was this size when I was 12. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> anyway, you got anything else you want to run your mouth about? I think that's it. Fuck yeah. What song you want to go out on? Mm. Fuck good. If you're a hot black guy and you want to fuck me at 2395, <laughs> that's a good if one. you want to move in, you can move in, but you got to fuck me. That guy's from I need, I need to fuck mustache. a lot, man. Get free food, you free rent, and everything else, man. Here's a deal, man. Men from jail, homeless, <laughs> or, uh, try it thug, out. Thug, want to come 
move in. A friend can move in too, man. Free rent. You get a lease and a key. Fuck me. Piss on me. Beat me. A home man out. <laughs> I, I tell you. See me when I come over today. This try guy. It out, try it out, man. It's in my building. Try I've it out. I've got it right here. You got it. This guy. This is this guy's uh, motto. Uh, I'm with this. I'm just gonna sit here and lay back to this nice mellow beat, you know? And drop some smooth lyrics. Big Daddy Kane? Yeah, shit. Tell you know I mean? Look at the name of the song. Ain't no half step. No, yeah, that guy's going in. Full board. Thanks I'm for listening. Episode 160 in the books. Happy Memorial Day, you bunch of queers. Even though this comes out way after Memorial Day. Whatever. Suck it dry. For Chuck, this is Dutch signing off on WPFR. Gonna take a miracle and step into me. Yo, that's a wrong move. So what you on, Hobbs? Dope a dog, dope competition. I just devour. Like a pit bull against a chihuahua. Cause when it comes to being dope, hot damn, I got it good. Now let me tell you who I am. The B-I-G-D-A-W-D-Y-K-A-N-E. Dramatic, Asiatic, not like many. I'm different. So don't compare me to another. Cause they can't hang. Word to the mother. At least not with the principal in this pedigree. So when I roll on your rabbit, you better be ready to die because you're petty. You're just a butter knife. I'm a machete. This ain't by Genshu. Wait until when you try to front so I can chop into your body. Just because you try to be basing. Friday the 13th, I'ma play Jason. No type of joke, that game, puzzle, or riddle. The name is Big Daddy. Yes, big, not little, so define it. Here's your walking papers. Sign it and take a walk as the canes start to talk. Cause, 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 cause,